Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From the vault. <laughs> that's even wor- That's the worst one yet. That was a cat, a geriatric cat. <laughs> We got to work on that door is, opening thing. It should be like. <laughs> that, no, that's bad too. I'm not good. I'm not saying I'm good, but they were both bad at this. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Y'all, it's from the vault. Reality gays from the vault. Back when we were called 90 Day Gays, and we were before Discovery sued us, and yeah. uh, sent us that letter, and we were we were doing Love Is Blind season one. It was behind a paywall, but we're to celebrate the premiere of Love Is Blind season three. We're dropping this on our free feed so you guys can see what our Love Is Blind coverage it's is so good. like. And we're going to be redoing episode ten because as you hear us. <laughs> We're crowdcast just, we're just us. talking about crowdcast That's like right. it's like it's the best thing oh, since the sliced best bread thing yeah 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 if you were if you were a listener back then you remember <laughs> you remember the fall of crowdcast <laughs> it in a blaze of glory just <laughs> woo. like within with it went from the bet like the, like splitting the atom, yeah, to just an an at the Edsel in in a day. <sighs> that was that's the first Edsel reference I'll make. I don't even know what that uh, is. It's a it was a like a car that was supposed to be considered the best car ever, and it was a bomb. Ah, well, that tracks. <laughs> It's fun when I have to explain the references. Well, that no. that that has <laughs> never changed. That's never changed. No. Um, so this is episode three, Poodle. What happened I, in episode I, three? I listened to this because you listened, y'all. We, which is kind of true, it happened in season two as well. We every time we left the pods, we have this kind of nostalgia for them. Yeah, because that's the best part of the show. It is, and this is this is the episode when halfway through the episode they fly off. I think they go to Mexico. This they go season. to Cancun. Yeah. Because it's Lord. episode four, yeah. Who wants to go to Cancun? Well, they had no budget. They had to go somewhere cheap. Everybody <laughs> in Oklahoma wants to go to Cancun. <laughs> it's fine. I'd rather go somewhere Go to else. PV. PV, or everybody goes to Tulum now. Yeah, Tulum. It's too God, late, though. Now all it's the, crowded. All the gays. All, well, they're PV, too, yeah. But Tulum is kind of like even the more, the the shishier. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, every gay Instagrammer, every oh, yeah. influencer, it's very is like, boho Tulum. chic. Yeah, Tulum. As women are Tulum. The water is supposed to be unbelievable there. I'm sure it is. So we missed the pods. This was uh where we heard this great. I don't know. There's a little band called U Two, 
Um, not the one you're thinking of, but you know all the all the interstitial music oh, they have on the show. We talked a lot about the music. In yeah, this. this was U two Y O U comma T O O exclamation point. Oh, and the children's chorus of Ocala, Florida. Oh yes, okay, there we go. Very very popular. Hope they're in doing well the, now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where Ocala is. It's uh, that's where my brother used to live. It's like central. Florida. It's probably like two hours. Sounds lovely. Two hours northeast, probably about, or maybe an hour and a half northeast of Tampa. Inland. Inland, yeah. Inland. And just humid. I'll just pass. Just humid. Pass! It was very humid there. We went on a treasure uh, hunt, and I remember I was sweating like buckets. A treasure hunt? We well, can't get into this <laughs> in the introduction to the show. <laughs> I'm already putting a stop to it. So... Y'all, this was the episode that we had the the kind of combustible, flaming end of LC. Do you remember? Oh, LC. LC. We loved her. Oh, we did love LC. And she kind of, she was, was, was attached to Barnett. And she also did, went on dates with Mark. Remember? Yeah. Yep. And, and then, of course, because Barnett was in this, like, Thing with Jessica and Amber and Elsie, yeah, I, f- yeah. I forgot was, about that. That was the rhombus. That was the romp. That was the first the love rhombus. rhombus. I forgot about that. God, this season was. Good. And we loved her. We loved her. We didn't get to see her again until after the altar. Till after the altar, when she had been dating Mark. Yes. And, and now, then, and now we hate him. Yeah. Well, we hate Mark. So who uh, knew? We really went hard for Jessica in this. And yeah, boy, y'all, we're not gonna read. We're not gonna re listen to our episodes of After the Altar. We're only doing Love is Blind. Yeah. Because After the Altar really wasn't that long ago. She gets redeemed. But listen to us because we, we she gets very redeemed. Uh, and this, I still go really hard on her. <laughs> you, do. you do. And I, 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 my, my, this was, this is peak when my, when my impression of her starts to take hold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured it out. So, we also talk about the debate of shaving balls versus trimming. Oh. Or shaving pubes in general. Okay. And sissies had lots of opinions. They kept our sissy squad busy no. for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You talked about uh, trimming body hair in episode four as well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm nothing but not repetitive. <laughs> um, and this was the episode where we were like, we were still a little shocked by Carlton and Diamond. Um, oh yeah, and in episode four, it gets even worse. The the the, the blow up happens. Yeah, yeah, and God, what an ass. And we also had an in memoriam segment where we said goodbye. <laughs> I think oh. to all the people in the pods who we never really we knew. Really, really knew. We didn't do that. Elsie, little person Rory, who was a PA. Rory, yeah. I can't remember the others, but like there were so many. We just called one woman tall woman. <laughs> <laughs> we did call. Them. <laughs> Well, this se- that you bring that up. This season showed way more of the people. They've gotten slicker in the editing. They only show now pretty much. Yeah, who's going to be in the pod? You're right. That's it. Because we didn't get that other tall blonde woman for season. Uh, well, never mind. We can't talk about it. No, Shh. we're going to get sued. I forgot we watched early. Yeah, I'll have to take that out. Um. So, but that's that's y'all. This episode things are heating up here in season in episode three. Yeah, this is where it gets sad because we're missing the pods, but it gets good. Yeah, and uh, I think is this when the no the next episode is when all the exes meet, right? Um, we'll talk about it in right. the intro of episode four. Ooh, enjoy the vault. Ew. 
Still terrible. Bad. I should be fine with hearing. I think it's a great idea. I'm going to try to work on that. It was. It, I you think just say, okay. Great... No. Okay. You have a dismissive okay. No. Y'all, I've been <laughs> waiting for five minutes for someone to fix himself a I'm drink. I'm getting settled. And then he said, I have this idea. And I said, that's great. No, I'm in you, you did not say it that way. You I went, said, okay. I went, okay. You went, okay. Y'all, you know in a, any kind of business thing, okay, means fine, do what you want. I'm in show mode. Yeah, I'm always in show mode. Doesn't matter what time of day. That's what they called you in college. Oh, there goes old show mode. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. It's 90 Day Days presenting. Love is blind. Do we hear your colostomy bag? You ring, ding, ding, ding. It's got a bicycle thing on it. <laughs> bell. Ring, ring. <laughs> Y'all, this is Love Is Blind. This is Love Is. This is Ninety Day Gays presents Love 90 Is Blind. Day, yes, Ninety Day Why Gays. Why do you presents. always insist on minimizing my title? I'm Matt, aka Maddie, and I'm Jake, aka Poodle. Um, y'all, marriage is a bad, and that smell that you smell that's burning your nose, that's Poodle's <laughs> vodka. And I have a dinner date after this, so hopefully I'm not wasted. Wasted? Wasted. wasted. I just went into Australian. <laughs> I'm not, I said, almost said wiped out, but I meant wasted. This show had a weird transition, but. Um, it did, and this has been my, this has probably been my biggest problem with the show, is after episode three, we move into a familiar uh, kind of trope yeah. with reality shows. It was really interesting before, and I told Poodle while we were watching this, I don't know if I'm as interested in this now. Yeah. However, you've seen a couple episodes. Is it worth it to stay in for our listeners? Yeah, it okay. is. It's worth it only to see what the crazies are going to do. <laughs> I guess I guess it's like a blessing, or it's, it's double-edged sword, because you're, we're out of this kind of interesting house dynamic, However, but now we're in more familiar stuff, so people that are crazy will have uh-huh. more room to And be I'm going to miss the pods. I'm sorry to say that, because it was a weird, uh, but I loved how people would, would behave in the pods. Yes. Do you think people were behaving nicer in the pods? No, it was just much more about when you're, it's like when you're one of a sense, when, when one of your senses is gone. Like when you can't smell. Uh, you can hear better. It's true, and um, we read body language. I mean, that's a it is a yeah. different language. So, but I think I think we can tell who people are through their voice and how they interact. But I think we tell who they are in a deeper way. Uh, because I think all of us, w- regardless of what, um, when we're on a date, you guys, when someone's seeing us, we're performing. We're all performing to be someone we think the other person wants. It's really hard to kind of like, oh, when people say, oh, be, just be yourself. Do you know how hard that is to be? That's true. Just in any way to be, do, do we, any of us know who that is? I wonder, though, if it's kind of the, to play a little bit of devil's advocate for that, in that there's so much, um, there is so much on a subconscious level of what we read into when we see body language. I agree. And we're, so it's like, and we, I feel like we see that sometimes one of these like when Diamond is around Carlton, yeah. and she sees his body language and the way he says things. Her gut is telling her 
Something is off. And she wasn't off. able to read that in his voice That's and in his true. words. When she first saw him, you noticed her response. Because we control our voice and our words yep. in a conscious level, but our body reacts and gives us away. Yeah. And Unless I have you're normally, a fucking sociopath. And I normally have a very deep manly voice, but I'm I'm not using it on this podcast. Wait, that's when the that's when the microphone's in your asshole. <laughs> hey, this is Jake. Welcome to my cavern. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Ye who enter, <laughs> hello, hello, shall get ass <laughs> and may never return. Um, basically. Okay, I'm back, y'all. <laughs> I not do not speak that way, <laughs> but I I think I I think the the most important thing for me is that um, we get to see them with their shirts off. That's that's a good thing. And um, but I think it is for me is they are we're we're getting into something that they do see each other for the first time and they're having to reconcile all that. Which I've been on first dates before where. If I blocked them out of what their appearance looked like, I would probably keep dating them. But mm. that that the whole thing doesn't match up. But it's not even just their appearance. It's probably just because there's something in their body language. The, you're yes, right. There's something the way they're telling yep. you says yeah that something they're telegraphing me something that I can't see in their body language that says. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Which I actually think that's what you should listen to more than what they're saying. I agree. I agree because I've this been- This has at, been an interesting show. I have been on a date with a guy who on paper looked perfect. Mm-hmm. And we talked to each other. As soon as we got together, I knew this person would, would was like uh, almost- like tons of like nervous energy, he would say. Mm. And it may be because he was nervous about meeting me. He even told me he was. Was it um, when you said together? Did you realize it's together, meaning like on a date, or meaning you were riding him like a rhinestone cowboy on his dick, and then realized it was weird? I resent that implication, <laughs> and I I have I have control over people I sleep with. So you didn't sleep with him? I did not. Oh wow, y'all! You're one. That guy should buy a lotto ticket because he's got <laughs> numbers on his side. <laughs> like that white rhino (laughs) y'all you know you're special (laughs) when i say no (laughs) i think our pen for the sissy squad should be a white rhino (laughs) a white rhino oh that made my stomach hurt a little bit (laughs) i know i'm hungry (laughs) Uh, let's talk about these weddings no, from We're laughing. Not, no, like proposals. Or proposals. I keep saying weddings. It's not. It's a proposal. Let's talk about Damien Gigi, and Gigi. Gigi and Damien's. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, Gigi, we were left with this, and Gigi was like kind of walking around, and you think she's going to like break the break the window down and stab him for or, a minute there. Yes. It's like, I need to tell you something. Y'all, she's dramatic. I don't know if anybody's realized dramatic. that yet. But y'all, I bet she's a fun woohoo girl. I, be- I agree. Um, so she's like, I don't believe in rules or labels, so I'm going to propose. So I loved it. Da- Damien Powers, do you want to marry me? She got down on one knee and I said, yes, bitch. I we've been it. waiting for that. And you know what? He's kind of the perfect guy for this because he's kind of a labradoodle. 
He is a labradoodle. He really is because he's just. Uh, And even when more like a chocolate lab, he's a chocolate lab. And even later when he's with her, he just kind of stares her like, "Hey, you're so pretty." I did. I did on my unboxing video of all my Valentines refer to golden retrievers as basic, and I stand by that. They are sweet dogs, though. I love. (laughs) They're basic as fuck, though. Oh, but I love a golden. They're so sweet. They're the sweetest dogs. You have to admit they're basic, though. Oh, there's hair everywhere. I'd never have one. But they're basic. I mean, a little, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of almost gotten to where, like, like they're almost past basic. Like a golden doodle or like a French bulldog is basic. For gay people in L.A., they yeah. are. And I love French bulldogs, though. You know what? They have attitude issues. Oh, I know one, my friend. It's so cute. Anyway, I love all dogs. I li- no, I like all dogs. I'm just saying some dogs are basic as fuck. They are. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Chocolate Labs basic too, y'all. But you, you people who have Chocolate Labs, come at us because it's okay to be basic. It's okay to be basic. Mm-hmm. Now, this bitch who I'm sitting next to is basic as fuck. She's a basic whore. I am not basic. You're basic. Mm-hmm. I'm basic okay. about some things. Thank you. Um, When they saw each other... Again, this was how it was supposed to be. It was very sweet. She literally ran to him. I know. I, in and, fucking hills. And she can tell because she's got the gift too. She Women can know when a guy's got a big old dick. So I don't, She knows. I don't know if it happened on everybody else's screen, but on ours, Netflix kind of went, kind of like Fembot. And when she ran to him, <laughs> yeah, she actually just did like kind of a John Travolta slide on her knees and just started to try to suck his <laughs> dick. Y'all... Gigi is a dick pig. She found she likes her right sex. Ma- she found the right match. Y'all, Gigi is sex positive. They're gonna have beautiful children. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So, um, so the way this works by this episode, y'all, we're gonna talk about the proposals and kind of in the house stuff, and then we'll jump to kind of everybody. And y'all, he still Cancun. got that weird vanity bow tie on his wrist. <laughs> And, and then he then, makes her put it on. And then she puts it around her It's neck. horrible. It's so weird. It's not good. I did good. not like it. I I don't love him by himself. I don't I like either. him with her. Yes. He just feels like a creep. It's like that dog in cartoons, the one that jumps around and the other one's like, hey, George, where yeah, do we go, George? Exactly. What are we what doing are we today, do, George? Do I get to touch your boob Hello? today, George? Do I get to get my <laughs> dick in your vagina, George? Oh, can we have cheesecake? You just ruined that for me. <laughs> Especially the cheesecake line. <laughs> um, should we talk about That's Mark a- and Jessica's proposal? Yes, let's talk about Mark because, y'all, Jessica. Because this can only lead to good. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this, okay. Speaking of basic, talk about sloppy seconds. His proposal was the most. It basic. was basic. It was all Instagram it was, memes. That's so true. It was. But the thing is, I think he honestly believes what he says. He's twenty four. What life experience do you have when you're twenty four? Unless you're precious. It's true. You know what I mean. I do believe he's probably a good dicker. He'll give you it the low, a good, a good hard four and a half, and it'll be thick. I wanna tease you. I wanna please you. Don't sing Keith Sweat again. I wanna show you, baby. Dad, I need you. Okay, enough. Okay. Anyway, so they see each other. We should have on a shirt. Okay, enough. They see each other. 
she loses it or she's losing it during the proposal. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and like, she's behind the couch and not by the glass, which to me speaks for intimacy <laughs> issues. I wrote, this is like watching a car crash. It <laughs> is. He's like, and he says, like, are even you when okay? times are tough, it's hard to let people in, yada, yada. But literally, look at the people that are really intimate with each other. Think about Cameron and Lauren. Literally, they're both on each side of the glass with their hands up. And it's like half he, and half. He's 50, like 50. on the couch. She is literally behind the couch with a couch between her. I'm telling you. And she's on the floor. That speaks to like how. And, and then, then we see it play out. And then she falls. And he's like, hello. hello? <laughs> and she goes, yes. And then yes. We, I, I love, love you. Oh, my God. I love you. Yes. Yes! Oh my God! She's oh Mark, I love you. Insufferable and I can I can I break in and say that oh I God. think half of this quote unquote game is about winning for her. You know what I wrote for? Um, I wrote about that for Amber and Barnett. It's people. It's like this is gross because people are wanting to win because they want to beat the others. Yeah, it's gross. Falling in love and marriage should not be winning. You know. Also, Jessica says like. Before he proposed, when she when he's proposing, she's like, "I, I feel like God put me here. God put me here for a reason. I am woo woo. I believe in God. I believe God puts us in here. I believe reasons for seasons. All I that don't shit. think God put you in a pod underneath Simi Valley. <laughs> God did not put her here. No. She was working at a Dick's Last Resort as a Bud Light girl." <laughs> And a casting director. She is a regional manager. And a, a casting director how named Yanni you. saw you and he thought you were pretty and fun. That's how you got here, Jessica. You know what? She is a fun girl. Like She's, she's a fun, Bud yeah. Light girl at Disla Dick's Last Resort. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even work for Dick's Last Resort. The one she is she is like ten ninety nine, and she just shows up <laughs> she's to a contractor. give you Bud Light. Yes. I hope you beat AB5, uh, <laughs> uh, Jessica. Y'all, that's a California joke, by the way. AB5 oh, yeah. is an independent contractor rule, which we all fucking hate here. It actually is because of my law office. You didn't Are know you that? Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't know that? So the Dynamex case for the drivers, uh, one of our attorneys, because we do a little bit of labor cases, he took that to the California Supreme Court well, to the Ninth Circuit. Well, thanks for fucking all of us. And then that yeah, got passed because of him. Thanks. And ironically, he's an actor. And now he's fucked. Um, I think they're thinking about re re reversing it. They are it. thinking about repealing it. No, because it's fucking everybody. This whole city is built on independent contractors. It's true. Like, all the like writers? Are you kidding? It's true. Then they meet, y'all. There's nothing to say. They meet. They cry. They're, like, kissing and stuff. And This then, is Mark and uh, Jessica. And who knew there's this song with, like, this man and this woman. <laughs> and and y'all... People, it's called This is your soul to take Yo, And it's like this kind this of This is your soul to take I had to Shazam this Because I wasn't sure This is, what did I even look This is U2 actually It sounds like U2 <laughs> and it is U2 It's YouTube and the children's what? course Of Ocala, Florida <laughs> Who knew? Spelled U-O-U-Y-O-U-T-O-O -O -O. Oh yeah, it's not Bono <laughs> He goes by Bono. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You too. You comma two with an exclamation mark. It's true. Now, oh, California. 
Ocala, Florida. Come at me if you're from Ocala, Florida. I will say they did spend, this show has been a little bit more in, in, in music licensing because the music's a little bit better. It's a little bit better. Um, do you want to want to talk, do we talking about LC now or do you want to talk about Barnett and Amber? Uh, both of them. I want to do okay. all of them in a triad. Go ahead. Lead me in. Um, Cuckold me. So, <laughs> talk about cuckolding, y'all. Well, not really. She's just like, he's just, y'all, Barnett's fucking over LC. He's gaslit her and it's said horrible. you know you're the girl and she finally went he's like it's not you lc and almost in a bachelor way and she's like well fuck this shit i'm leaving he's a piece of shit and y'all she's the pretty she's one of the prettiest girls in there oh i think so too and one of the most interesting and ones. intelligent agreed although clearly her rate but you know I bet you, I wonder if she would He date, told her what she wanted what to hear. hear. And if she saw him in person, she probably wouldn't be into him. Elsie, if you're listening, <clears throat> you're not. You can come in our show. Please come, come on our show. I, I sound like I'm Miriam. You can come in our show. Come in our show. You want a baguette? You Apparently we to, said that want, in a Patreon. And somebody said, loved I it. want a baguette. I want a baguette. Um, Mari, the baguette. Mari, the baguette. <laughs> the baguette. <laughs> um... But Barnett, um, Elsie, you got a gift, and you can come and talk to you. But the you, you got, a, got gift. a gift. You weren't attached to that fucking ball and chain. You weren't going to get HPV and a baby that he's not going <laughs> to take care Mon-Chi-Chi of. That Monchichi hair. Yeah, he does have Monchichi. He does kind of look like a chia pet. Yeah, his hairline is really low, y'all. You were right. I thought he was so hot, and I still I'm think he's you, a great kisser. And I think he can he can fuck, fuck like he can nobody's fuck, business. But he's a fucking disaster. He's a disaster. He's the ultimate fuck boy who you would not wish on your best friend. But this like, is, if your best friend was dating him, yes. you would have to intervene. This is what I told Poodle though. Second season, they need to fucking put Elsie on here. I agree. She needs to be, like, way up there. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about Barnett and Amber, which... Gross. Um, He is... I literally put, he's gross. He's pacing around, and why did they... They use these really dramatic shots with them. Yeah, and they did, like, she was, like, without makeup in one. Without makeup with it, close up on her... Felt like a SEAL video. We got a little crazy. Sorry. <laughs> so he need they need like quotes Johnny Cash. You're the only one who makes this me feel this ring of burning fire. No, mm. that's just your herpes, honey. That's just your herpes, Barnett. Mm-hmm. Just sister, just your herpes. Um he's like pacing around too. I just want if somebody's gonna ask me to marry them, I just want like a a woman, a man. Like I want someone to just stand there and ask me and not uh pace it around like this. And not pussyfoot. Yes. Well, I mean, to be to be fair, they've known each other for six days. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> However, if I'm being proposed to, you're right. I want it to be if I'm in a restaurant we're proposing I, I want it to be a genuine thing and not like, so maybe we should get married. Exactly. Or, yes, yes. But I, but I don't want it to be in like a thing of champagne. Don't give it to me in some basic way. Y'all come at us for your good proposal stories. We've yeah. already talked about yes. shitty proposals. Well, you come at your good proposals. Give, give us your creative proposals. Like he came at you so good, you just wanted him to come at you in the next five yeah. minutes. Come at us on our sissy squad. Come at us on our sissy squad. Or, or, or on our, our Patreon comments. Our Patreon comments. You can call it Gatreon. That's fine. 
It's fine. So we um, get to the actual proposal. So he's going to propose to Amber. He tells Elsie uh, to fuck off. He does. And um, I put they are perfect together because they're going to both fuck other people. <laughs> they're going to, yeah. I don't know if Amber will fuck other people intentionally, but when he fucks someone else, oh, she's she gonna is going to go out and fuck, like, fuck five guys in a night. Asshole. That's what she's going to anyway, do. Anyway, y'all. Yeah, and trust me, Amber's one who can burn through five guys in a night it's like tr- that. that. <laughs> like, and she would know, uh-huh. meaning poodle. Um, oh, you know what I put? And I think as long as you keep your grinder open, y'all. It's true. They just keep, <laughs> they just keep talking to you. Um, two things I thought. One, Barnett's mother is going to hate her. Yeah, um, she's a woohoo girl. She's a woohoo girl, and mothers don't like woohoo. They girls. They don't like woohoo girls. And my second thing is. They both want to be reality stars. Yeah, I agree with that. They're not looking for love. They both um, want to be on reality stars. I find her absolutely repellent, and I have since she was on. Um, and there's, I have a weird, I can understand why Jessica is the way she is, because it's she's got a whole story. Yeah. But Amber tries so hard, and God, she tries I fucking so hate hard her. not to be her. Yeah. I it's really almost like what her. you see in Cameron, not Cameron, in um, Carlton. You really can feels off when someone's so hard to not. You be know what? That's true. Carlton bothers me a lot too. Those scenes were actually painful for me to watch. Yeah, the ones, it was rough. And we're gonna talk about that. Are we in Cancun? Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. 
When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies! Cool! Sissies, Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you 
complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Um, or, wait a minute. We are in Cancun. I think before we go to Cancun, this brings us to a segment. What happened to Rory? <laughs> what happened to Y'all, Rory? Let's remember those who we lost because apparently we've just lost people. <laughs> I think you have a like, better memory than we me. Went, we went, I've, I've got it all here. We went right from uh, like people we thought we were picking up. There was a lot of people in the uh, in the bunker underneath uh, Simi Valley than we thought. And we obviously are not even going to go to any of those. Can you hit it? Goodbye, my friends. Quieter. Thank you. Um, Y'all, let's remember first Rory, the PA who... Rory, the PA, y'all, who when one guy didn't show up, he had to be in there and like pumping up people. God bless Rory. He kind of had LPV, little person vibes, but it's fine. Then let's not not forget about Taylor the Virgin. No one picked him, y'all. Yesterday. (laughs) You're saying that better than Billie Eilish already. And then we had our, like, four black girls who we never saw again. Uh, one of them's name was something May. <laughs> um, we had a couple other guys who we never ran into. There was a girl named Lexi who was blonde and pretty. Lexi blonde. We'll never see her again. Uh and I believe there was one brunette girl who was in every group scene who kind of had a larger nose, but we never saw her again either. She was probably Jewish before Exactly. Um, anyway, y'all, that was it. That, that was, there was a couple other randos, but we're going to miss them. Bless those people. We never heard from them again. In Mahorium. In Mahorium. In Mahorium. Like, we never met them again. You, you, you're right. There was like four other black girls that we'll never see again. Um, yeah, Ever. True. I wrote D-E-D-D beside them to say which one of the ones was dead. Uh, Lily Mae was one of the black girls. Well, we never saw her again. Don't matter. We're in Cancun now. Woo! Yeah, fuck. There's only six couples left, y'all. I have to say, this production has spent money because I have been to this resort. Uh Uh-oh. We went for my mother's 60th birthday, and it was, because she had a timeshare. And you know they spent a lot of money. (laughs) Because she had a timeshare, and it was very nice. That's all we need to know. It was very nice. Um, So, we, in Cancun, we see Gigi and Damien, and uh, they're, uh, she's like, 
throwing his hat on him, and, and they're having like, a bunch of good times. I don't want this to ever end. I kind of hate it when people say that. Me that too. means you're not in the present. It means you're thinking about the future. Just relax. That's 80% of people. Just relax, yeah. everybody. Just relax. So they're out on their patio dinner. It's not ending. It's happening right now. She's okay, basically saying, I love you more. And she's like, oh, my God. I She's kind of a foodie, you can tell. And she's like, oh, I love this. It tastes like truffles. He's like, I know chocolate truffles. I know truffles. <laughs> chocolate. Like, I, know, I know white truffles. Black truffles. Black truffles. I know pig truffles. Pig truffles. I know... Uh, uh, what's those truffles that come in like Ferrero Rocher truffles? I think that's all the truffles I know. <laughs> that's all the truffles I know. So, it will yeah. be interesting to see because Gigi is very smart. She is, and uh, she's very sexual. And she even oh. says, "Get down on." She it. says, "It's been four hundred thirty-five days." It's been because Gigi's got y'all. Gigi's got Kardashian voice. She does. She so, has sorority voice. Yeah. Um. Which means four hundred thirty-five. It's been over a year since she got plugged, y'all. Although she did say it was three hundred fifty something since I went to the beach and someone slapped my ass. That, I, you know, I can that get behind for something. Yeah, that counts. For a good something. ass slapping helps. And then Gigi took the Gigi has read. I don't know if she's read her Bible, but she's read the Book of Poodle because <laughs> G, he. I wrote this down too because Davy says. What about dessert? And then Gigi says, I am dessert. Use that line before. I mean, not going to lie. Not going to lie. <laughs> Probably with chocolate sauce on him, like one of Angela's paramours. <laughs> um, How many different foods have you had on your body during sex? I don't love it, but usually when we're eating dessert, I take the dessert from their hands and I just grab their hand and leave them to the bedroom. <laughs> So a little caramel sauce at least. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit. You just wipe it up with a towel. That's why you all, y'all, when you're having sex a lot, you just keep little bathroom towels all the way around and do what I do. Ask like a Japanese airline, do they want a wet towel, a hot towel, or a dry towel? Because sometimes they want one or the other. Are you talking about for cleanup? Yeah. What were you talking about? Who wants a cold towel for cleanup? No, dry towel or a wet oh. towel. Hot towel, hot towel. Okay. <laughs> wow. China's still too soon. Um, anyway, that, so whenever you're fucking somebody, y'all, decide what to offer them. That's true. A dry towel or a wet towel. Y'all, come at us. How do you be hospitable in sex? And tell someone to fuck off and get out. And get out of, <laughs> that is how. Like, let me get this towel for you. Can I get you some water? Friend, I'll be right with you. I'm telling y'all, can I get you some water means... All right, I'm done. <laughs> it means somebody else is coming over later, and it ain't you. That's what it means. No, it means I'm tired. Like Get when the you fuck when out. We had to end the podcast short because you were fucking someone. <laughs> no, I was very kind about that. Um, that's Gigi and Damien. So the next couple is Kelly and Kenny. Kelly and <laughs> Kenny. Hey, Kelly and Kenny Realty. What can I do for you? Kelly Kenny Realty. So. Maybe you have more. This is literally. I have almost nothing. This is literally what I wrote for them. It's one sentence. And it says, they are boring, but in love. That's all I have. Yeah. And like, I'm telling you, y'all, if you go to a good sandwich place, um, you have your sandwich and it's going to be great. But sometimes sandwich places have really good potato salad and that potato salad's there. Sometimes they have okay potato salad. Yeah. And sometimes you just want a little bit of a different bite than your sandwich. Yeah. And you eat that potato salad, and it's fine. 
I want potato salad so bad. Now you bitch. Okay. I'm hungry. Well, sometimes we all we, we want potato salad. Do you, do you tell me you wouldn't want potato salad right I now? I love potato salad. But most people's potato salad at sandwich places aren't good. No, you have to get homemade. I agree. And most of it's too mayonnaise or like too mustardy. French potato salad. Oh, those are good. I love it when it's warm. No, it's German potato salad. Oh, German, German that's warm. That's I warm. love those. Mm-hmm. That's really good. But most places will give you a little cup of potato salad. It's not good. Or macaroni salad. The fact that we talked five minutes about potato salad and not Tells Kelly and Kenny. Tells you Kelly, Kelly and Kenny isn't very interesting. Now, I will say, Kenny looks more attractive in the real world than in the house. Yeah, the lighting is good. Yeah. I still find him kind of like pine lumber. Just lacking. <laughs> he is a good kisser. He looks like he kisses her well. I, this is what I told y'all. Know here's this is something. This is the secret with Kenny and women come at us because Poodle and I have no idea. I think Kenny is that man who's gonna munch on your beaver for an hour. Oh yeah, I can tell he's, it too. He's just gonna give you the best head just of your life. Like, oh, <laughs> he's just like woo. There was something in the air that, that night. And while he's down there, you're just that like, night. Oh, lingers. I'm telling you. That was racist. <laughs> no, I mean, they're in Mexico. You're just feeling it. So come at us, ladies. That if song you think... doesn't belong from that area of Mexico, but that's fine. To let us know if you think he would give it to you. <laughs> give it to you. Give it to you. We're already halfway through. This might be a short show, y'all. Sorry, um, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot in this show. There wasn't. Um, and we refuse to pad. We don't pad. No. Thank you. Um, Should we talk about... Uh, Cameron? Cameron and Lauren. Yes. First of all, he can't stop touching her. I know. It's a little creepy and a little sweet. Uh, What did you take I would in? think it would be... I would think it'd be, like, sweet until I'd be, like, doing something and i'm like yeah get your fucking hands off me he has all although with that hands i don't think i would ever mind him because he has such a gentle touch he's like a gentle giant his touch is always like soft you know i was looking at her instagram at 90 day gaze everybody and some people think that they're a little creeped out by him some people think he's a creeper he's got a little bit of a vibe that's uh, he's always a little bit like on like two clonopin. I, uh, I, I just think honestly, I just think he's very probably like this. I he's think a he's scientist. just a nerd. Yeah. I think he's a scientist nerd. Oh, I think he's so hot. I think he's a attractive too, and I mm-hmm. think he's very. I think he's sweet too. I am a little concerned of how he trims his chest hair. Yeah, I, I agree. It's like there's no treasure trail. It, there's no, it's just, just a. It's just like a. What is it? I guarantee you, like his pecs look really hot. And he's got a hair on his face. And he has a red beard, which is strange. That's fine. Uh, And then then all of a sudden, there's just a line, and there's no treasure trail on his lower stomach. It's weird. Cut to you three weeks from now. Lauren's going to take care of that. She's like, baby, why don't you just trim the dick? I feel like, though, he probably trimmed, because straight guys trim their pubes all the time to make their dicks look bigger. Yeah. Um, Gay guys don't do that, guys. um, Some do, some don't. Well, like everyone trims a little bit. I know straight, straight guys, guys trim it down a lot. Yeah, way down. Yeah, because they think that girls really love that. I think girls do really love that. Really? Yeah. No. Come at us if you like a guy. A with lot of no girls pubes. don't like. A lot of girls don't like Bush. I don't think. Most of gay guys I know are like, oh my god, it's different. I had I had to when I was big, be- because you know, 
the redhead thing. They wanted, you know. Oh, because then when they looked, look that down, you would say, yeah. oh, why does your hair not match? Sorry. Moving on. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I just gave away that he's not a natural redhead, y'all. You know what? I col- That's like a Lucy secret I just gave no, away. people already knew. You know what? And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I colored that, too. <gasps> you oh, did yes. not. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. They thought it was the real. I mean, literally. That's a lot of work, y'all. I would have people. Not really. You just put it all on and lay down and drink a beer. <laughs> and then you're done. Just like sex for just you. Just like sex. <laughs> I mean, I had one guy who actually... It's a I, fetish for a lot of people, I barely y'all. touched him. He came, and I I, mean, I just like barely touched his balls, and he came just like rubbing my pubes. Okay. Um, let's now move we're on. married. No, it's not him. <laughs> um, Cameron and Lauren. So he's just staring at her. They're in the bathroom. He's got weird shoes. I don't like his tennis shoes. Yeah, the black shoes aren't my favorite. But... They're gonna, but he's they, got a hot body though. He does have a hot body. He takes care of himself, and they do seem like they—they're gonna have fucking beautiful children. You know, I if, hope they make if it. If he was like enlarged to like a seventy-five percent uh, size, he'd be a good giant from End of the Woods. <laughs> he's got that look to he him. Would. He'd be a good giant. It's like hello, hello. I'm Cameron. There are giants in the sky. Boom. There are big, tall, terrible giants in the sky. Boom. That's not. That's only. I talked about another uh, uh, in the woods reference later on. Strangely enough. Strangely enough. Um. Anyway, they're gonna get y'all. I think this is the first time. Lauren's had some white D. I think it might be, and but she's not going to be disappointed. I can tell her that. I mean, it's not just about black men the size of their penis. It's and more his, about... And he's got a mushroom head, y'all. I can speak to it. But think about how good men of color are in the bedroom, just the way they move. No, but he's going to be so sincere, it won't matter. You are so in love with him. I am. No <laughs> one can say anything negative about him at all. You are like... You I will wet defend him. him. I will defend him, y'all, on Bunker Hill. I if hope, you come, if you come I hope for you don't Cameron, die on that sword. If literally. you come, if you come for Cameron, I will come for you. Wow. Well, I guess we know where you stand. I love her too. He's I never, just wish she wasn't around so I could get on that. I, she, I love her too. But he hasn't talked about. Is this the first black yeah, woman uh, he's dated? Uh, I've like seen. Know. I've seen longer than you have, but uh, it's not. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, then that means he knows what to do. So we should move on to Carlton and Diamond, y'all. Diamonds and Carlton. Um, actually, it's kind of like Prince. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, so they're like sitting there, and he's like, they're kind of. He's like kind of playing with her, and she's kind of giving him shit, and he's like, "Well, you better be happy or pretty," and she's like. Uh, where did we just go right now? Yeah. Like, he gets really weird, and now he's being an asshole. He has a hat that says daddy. daddy. Um, Y'all, he is, I'm telling you, I am calling it now. I, and normally I want to be all supportive. He is not bi. I think he's gay, and I think he is, me thinks thou plays the part too much. That's not the saying. I know. <laughs> Me thinks thou dost protest, protest too, much. too much. I know. Me thinks thou <laughs> plays the part too much. I liked how you were so, you were so like, I know what I'm talking about. 
I'm going to say something that's going to blow your mind. Again, y'all, Oklahoma schools. <laughs> we can thank Oklahoma schools. Me think thou. What did you Don't play the part too much. He does. And my face was like. But I do. I just feel like, and you know, as somebody in the queer community, you want to be all loving, supportive. But I'm, I'm like, honey, I just want you to be yourself, live your truth. And I don't think that's with women. It has nothing to do what's happened. It has everything to do with how he feels about it. Yes. It's all about um, how, like, if yes. If he would have told her. This is what I did when I, I don't, I don't, he can maybe say this long ago, I've always been cool with it and I'm okay with it now. I processed it. Um, He's not okay with it. I want to, exactly. I want to be, I want to be with you now and you're the most important thing to me now. Not that I realized that I blah, blah, and I had error my ways and I had blah, blah, blah. And um, that was in my past. You're my future. If you just say things like, you know. We none of us really know who we are. Yeah, and he, um, yeah, and I dated a guy, and but for right now, for right now, because that's all she can say. For right now, you're you're who I am, and I guarantee you, if he would have said that, and if she would have still walked away, she would have been the one getting flamethrowed instead of him. Agreed, agreed. It's just that whole idea of if you. True intimacy only can happen when you can be intimate when you close your eyes with a person in your head, and he can't. Yeah. It's sad. No, and he said, in the past, in I have sucked boom, several boom, dicks. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> into the woods, y'all. In the past, your father traded me beans to That's a good vamp for that song. You're welcome. In the past. Penis, penis, it was a big penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started one night and it was fucking you know me. Stop raping me. me. No, not doing me. Well, that's well, what she the song oh, says. It's, it's, yeah, it's in the strip. Rubbing through my asshole and I could have put a <laughs> condom on him right, right there. I turned him, in, turned him in to a bi guy right. or a queer yeah. or a chair. But I let him raw dog me and then it was fair. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> you know what? Don't throw away the condom. <laughs> it's true. I actually think that was actually less gay than the normal. I one. actually think Stephen Sondheim, being the queen he is, would approve of that. <laughs> I think he would have laughed. Especially the gays. Ring, bang, ring. <laughs> Come at us if you know the witches. There's limit. like three musical queen or queens out listening. there that are like, yeah. Uh, anyway, y'all, he basically told her, and then she said, how do you know I'm the love of your life? And his response should have been, I can just tell you how I feel now, and I feel really strongly towards you. But instead, he got super aggressive yes, uh, and like kind of lost it and I feel like you're fuck. not going to want me. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, and that was scary. Scary for me, yeah. And then he was like, "It's his shame that's that's freaking her out." He literally it's not says, "Why can I not be myself?" Yeah, it is his shame. It's, it's his not shame, his sexuality. not his sexuality that's freaking her out. That that's what she's picking up on. 
And that shame is like a gross, like dark cloud spreading through everything. And what this has done, I really hope she doesn't stay with him because not because of his past sexual choices, but because what else is he hiding? Does he have debt? Does he have this? Does he have a kid? Like, yeah. It why makes you we, question. Why haven't we talked about debt? That should have oh, been. <laughs> that's what I would ask in the room. How much student loans do you have? What's your credit score? Yeah, that'd be my first question. Oh yeah, because you know Barnett. What's your is mother shitty. like? Although he's an engineer. What's your mother like? Mm. That would be a question I would have. What type of Thanksgiving do you call it? What's, dressing what's or What's your stuffing? insurance like? Yes. <laughs> Can I get on it? Thank you, car. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> a, I don't think you can hear it, but yes. Oh. Anyway, it was actually, I wanted to turn the channel a little bit, honestly, because watching him was painful because we've been through a version of that. Yeah. That was hard to watch. Yeah. It was hard watching him go through a shame spiral. <sighs> um, we tried to fuck our way out of that one. And then. And sometimes you can. <laughs> <laughs> Some Saturday mornings, y'all, you wake up feeling like you're on top of the world, looking down on creation, Fuck me harder till I'm numb. <laughs> exactly. When the dick's big enough, you're numb down there. Anyway, who's next? <laughs> Mark and Jessica. Mark and Jessica. Who, I love hearing the way back on the Who's like, oh my God, I, my normal type of that bigger guy. Thing in the world the wings. Um, she basically tells him, uh, we're not going to have that. And not to promote the stereotype that all Latinos are sexual, but Mike is trying to get it. Mark. He's, or, <laughs> mine. <laughs> Y'all, this is going to happen the whole season, I can tell. Mark is trying to get his. <laughs> Do you see what I have to deal with, y'all? Every single name he fucks up. And if he fucks it up one time, he fucks it up every time. Mark. I would I really believe if Mark, if she had let him, Mark would have fucked her. Oh. For sure. And it makes me like like this whole thing is a car wreck because he will he won't stop loving her. Because he, he's like a love addiction issue. Well, there's something there. Agreed. I think they both have fucked up patterns. And the thing is, what's so what makes me even even dislike her even more, actually, is wow. when she says, because Mark's like, I'm going to feel like a virgin because I've never been sexually into someone like this. But when she's Jesus. like, first of all, Mark is a good looking guy. He he's is. got a great body. He's a good looking guy. And she's like. I like, he's not the type of person I, I like go for. Guys. I like bigger guys. I'm like, okay. I like bigger guys. And then it's that she doesn't communicate what she truly wants. And all of her, all of her, she's passive aggressive. Everything's passive aggressive. Oh, yeah. So she's like, so in this experience, I feel like people jump in too quickly. Instead of just and saying. I don't want to do that. Instead of just saying. I don't want to. I want to get right to know now. you more until we have sex. That's all she has I to say. I feel like people jump in too quickly, so I don't want to have sex right now. And of course, she doesn't want to go there because, of course, she fucking doesn't want to go there. Yeah, because it's like there's probably a weird control thing with her. Yep, she's withholding the di- she's withholding the pee. She is gross. I hate her so much. I do not like her. Um, 
the last couple. Barnett and Amber. First of all, Barnett's got quarter nipples, which you enjoy. I loved. I thought his body was hot. Uh, Y'all, I love it. Come at me if you like a big nipple. It's like a maybe big I, old areola. Maybe I didn't have enough milk as a kid. I think, well, like, I don't My mind mama them. had to stop breastfeeding me at, like, two months old. You know why? Because my grandma Hazel, the Miss Doublet Queen, uh, shamed her and said, why would you want to do that in public? <laughs> And my mom said, well, I thought it's good for my baby. Thanks, Grandma and Hazel. Then, and then Grandma Hazel said, you want people to think you can't afford food for your baby? <gasps> yeah, that's a thing. Yep. Like, uh, my mother was the opposite because my mother was all about breastfeeding. She's like, how dare you stop breastfeeding your child? Your mom was probably, but your mom was hippie and woo-woo. She was. She was big into La Leche League, Y'all, which his, is like about breastfeeding. His mom smoked a lot of pot. <laughs> She's done some doobie, but I will say my brother my brother breastfed until he was almost three. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a I lot. I like latched off the tit when I was like one and a half. Wow. Yep. But she said I bet your she's like, I just waited for him. When you're here's the thing. When your child can say, Can I have a booby? That's the time to pull you know off. <laughs> my my again, my grandma Hazel, which is so random. So here's the deal. She got on to my mother, yet she secretly breastfed her oldest child, my uncle A.W., until he was five. (gasps) They remember him going behind the door and saying, Mama, I want teat. Oh, my God. Like, little Brittany's like, bitty. Yeah. (laughs) And she'd be like, okay, baby doll. That's what my Aunt Peggy says. Wow. How's A.W. now? He's dead. (laughs) Died of a heart attack like 10 years ago. He's the oldest one. But it's like my Aunt Peggy and Aunt Darla said. They said, that's why she gave him everything. Wow. She always gave him everything. And he felt entitled. They said, that's why he always took everything and felt entitled to everything. Because because he took her breast milk. Literally. Um, Just a little bit of a sidebar. I talked to my mother just recently. We were talking about that. And y'all, come at us if you have parents who call you and tell you about dead people. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought or we were about to family. be family. Um, so my cousin Karen, uh, my mother, I talked, get on the phone to my mother and I just talked to her last night and she went and I said, Hey mom. She's like, Hey, um, you know, your cousin Karen. (laughs) And I went, yeah. She's like, well, you know, her luck, you know, she dated, uh, she found her, her first husband hanged himself, but she found him. Is this story going to be a trigger warning? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So here it is. So, trigger warning. So, you know your cousin Karen. You know her. She never dated guys. She, she's had such shitty luck. She, you know, she her first husband had mental, you know, he was bipolar, you know. Her first person hanged himself, and she found him. God. <laughs> she's like, and then she dated, and then she was dated uh, Mike Floyd, and she married him, and then they had a great marriage, and then he got mouth cancer and died on her. And she's like, and now, I don't know if you heard this, but she's been shacking up with uh, that Patterson boy, uh, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and we were all really happy. And then she, and then he's been going for cancer trips. You know, they smoke, uh, they both smoke like chimneys, so they don't live well. They don't eat well. They eat like fried food every night long. And, you know, he was at the hospital the other night and everything was fine. And so then she brought him home. And so we thought, oh, my God, this is much better. And so then, then turns out 
uh, I got a call this morning. He died in the night. So the funerals, you know, the funeral was like three days ago. Karen's doing okay. <laughs> and I was like, she's had three husbands die. Mom was like, yeah, it's not funny, but what luck. <laughs> Y'all, come at us if all your parents' stories end in tragedy. (laughs) Oh, that's not true, love. You made another. My first cousins had three husbands. That's a country fucking story. That was a country fucking story. I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing because laughing is the only thing you can do. (sighs) And my my mother's like, she's doing pretty good. (laughs) Hashtag Southern Stories. I still like, you know, she's doing pretty good. She's like, you know, Karen's always been very strong. When you have three husbands die, you shouldn't have to be strong. Mm-mm. You but don't have I to just, be strong. My mother started out by saying, you know how she's always been, she's always been hard, some hard luck. <laughs> anyway, what about Barnett wow. and Amber? I mean, wow. Well, <clears throat> What he, do we? I don't did, even know he, what to say after he that. He does piss in uh, the either hot tub or pool and says, "If it's warm, <laughs> I can't be responsible." Barnett's going to want to piss in other things too. He's so gross, he's, y'all. He's going to want him like. Drink I told his you, piss. I wasn't going to say this, but I am going to say it. Uh oh, they're perfect for each other, and you know why? Because they're both they're both tell, trashy. They're both trashy. They came from yeah. trashy families. You can tell. I and, and I hate both of them. So. He's That's drinking champagne from a bottle. He's hot, shirtless. That's kind of all you need. They're going to fuck like rabbits. He's going to fuck her to death tonight. And he's got a decent dick, y'all. It's not huge. He knows how to use it. Yeah. Oh, they're going to like. And he can go, I'll say this now, he can go multiple times. Multiple times. And like rollover minutes. And he probably wants her to do coke off his dick. I could see that. I could see him doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. That's Who all knows? Got. Maybe we're wrong, but that's all we got, y'all. So what is your straight people be crazy this episode? My straight people be crazy is the fact that we're in Cancun, Mexico, and no one is offering me a four-way orgy. <laughs> Last time I was in Cancun, like everyone, they're, they must be at a resort where ev- they're, they're, everyone bought out all their rooms. Mm. Because when I was in Cancun, they were like, Guys asking me to fuck with like have oh, threesomes yeah, with true. them. Yeah. Did you? What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, my straight people be crazy is I don't get rose petals. It's just messy. I don't get it either. They're everywhere. It's not romantic. Someone's and you have to gotta, clean them up before you, you gotta, fuck. Yeah, they're in the bed. You've got to clean them up. What if one gets in your vagina? Come at me if your OCD makes rose petals a problem for you. They bother me too. Let us know. Anyway, that's Y'all, all I've got. If you're bothered by us, go listen to our other shows at sissythattalk.com. We've got Sweet Tea, y'all, our Southern Charm podcast. We do. We've got our 90 Day Fiance podcast called 90, 90 Day, Day Gays. Gays. We got Rivermail. We've got one episode in Sabrina. We're catching up on those. <laughs> it's when back we can. burner right now when the show's better. It would, uh, <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> I will also say. Oh, and Dear Maddie episodes of my stuff. Um, I will also say, y'all, take a look at our sissy squad. 
We're having a lot of fun our Facebook on our group. Facebook yes. group, Sissy Squad. If you are not a Facebooker and you want to come at us, you can at 90 Day Gaze at Twitter and Instagram. And leave us a review, y'all. Leave I a finger review. bang myself looking at reviews. And lastly, there is a Patreon comment section. So if you don't want to go on the Facebook, get Join the Patreon that, going. Like, little little inter- interrogative group. Little interactive group. Little interrogative. Inter- interactive group. <laughs> I've had too many vodkas. You... Definitely have had. And lastly, y'all, these people we call them lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you decide to go to Cancun with someone you've met for six days, (laughs) (laughs) call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.